are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, it's the Friday edition here on the the Locked On NFL podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter from Locked On Steelers. We also, of course, we've always got Q riding with me. He's your co-host as well from Locked On Raiders. We've got a light, a crazy show to talk about the quarterback situation across the NFL. Lots of different things still happening. We, we've talked about the quarterback carousel cue uh, a lot in this in this season and this offseason, that is. And it continues to get wilder. Like we thought it, we thought we saw the end when Carson Wentz might have been traded to the Eagles. Like, okay, now things will settle down because you already saw Jared Goff to go to go to the Lions and Matt Stafford go to the Rams. But now there's talk about Russell Wilson maybe being in a trade. And Adam Schefter confirming, uh, Q, that Russell Wilson didn't demand a trade. Right. But he's like, but at the same time, here's the teams I'd like to go to. (laughs) (laughs) Who does that? Who does that? that? You know what I mean? Like, think about that in your normal everyday life. Like, hey, look, um, honey, I don't want to date other people. But if I did, if I did, this girl, this girl, this girl, and this girl, but I don't want to date nobody else. But if I did, it would be those four, and that's it. <laughs> and that's it. To just those four. <laughs> and just, just, and and by the way, if we have to do it, just please make sure that they are available at that point in time because I would like to go to those places. And and that's where I'm kind of like, I, I think there's obviously some positioning and some politics going on with the uh you know you know with with the Seahawks with, with Russell Wilson and whatever relationships are going on inside the building but Q I just I feel like they have to work it out and I feel like they're going to work it out because you can't let uh, your franchise quarterback go in this situation if you let Russell Wilson go that team I does think go into complete rebuild mode because they're they're not in the position where their defense is elite anymore they're not in a position where they have this premier running game that he can that can balance the team. Um, they got they got a couple good receivers and, and, and Lockett, um, and of course you got DK Metcalf balling. But if Russell Wilson goes, so much of what that team depends on is going to be gone, and it's going to require them finding a new emphasis to how to get their wins. Yeah, the Legion of Booms not walking through the door anytime soon. Marshawn Lynch, he might walk through the door, but he's I'm, not the Marshawn Lynch he was when they decided not to give it to him at the at the one yard line. You know, what I mean, he's it's just not those days anymore. So yeah, I I don't see it either. Uh, you know, Pete Carroll's seventy years old. You mentioned if yeah. if uh, Russell Wilson's gone, it's a rebuild. I don't see a 70-year-old Pete Carroll with all the energy he has. And I know he's up and down the sideline chewing the gum. He's he's probably the best shaped 70-year-old you'll ever see. I don't think that he's in any kind of condition where he wants to deal with the rebuild. And as we all know, as we talked about many times on this show about the, the carousel, as far as the quarterbacks go, if you have a franchise quarterback, it is very difficult to first of all, find one. And then you got to make sure you hold on tight to him. I just don't see Seattle doing that. There's a lot of financial reasons why I don't see them moving on. And again, like you said, at the top of the show, he hasn't asked for a trade yet. But at the same time, it's like, hey, but by the way, you know, I'd be interested in these four teams. And so I just I I feel like there's some posturing here. And one thing I've learned, and I'm sure you know as well from covering the league, as long as you have nine times out of 10, when you start hearing not demands, but you start hearing these statements leak out from agents, it always goes back to the money. It's always a money thing. He's got three years left on his deal. Who says that 
Seattle doesn't say, hey, Russ, we'll give you another three more years. Let's just uh, let's just hug it out and, and call it a day and we'll make things happen. I think this is more of a money situation than a, I'm unhappy and I want to get out of town. It could very well be that, um, though. I mean, Russell Wilson, he's been he's been getting paid. Um, you yeah. know, he, he's a $32 million cap hit this year. I think he gets uh 19 million in, in cash this year. Uh, uh, and then that goes to 24 million in next, uh, in 2022 and 20, 27 million in 2023 and in yearly cash. Uh, but, uh, as far as the cap hit, like, you know, he's taking up a huge chunk of their roster, 32 million this year, 37 million in 2022 and 40 million in 2023. Uh, and and again, at that point in time, he'll be 35. Like that's that's the age where if you're if if Seattle doesn't want to pay him at that point in time, he can be like, look, I got another three, four years in me. At least I can, I will happily go to another franchise who will pay me 30, 40 million dollars to be their franchise quarterback and carry the team however long they need to be carried. Um, that's a that, that's an interesting spot to be in and 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 also looking at your Q, the four teams that were mentioned by uh russell wilson's agent mark rogers to espn he said the cowboys the saints the raiders and the bears of those four teams now i know you're the locked on raiders host but i i look at those two i feel like there's no way the seahawks trade him inside the nfc like that would just be that, that, that would be asking for a lot of pain, especially to a team like the Saints who are loaded right now. And right. He, although they, they're going to be cutting off some of that weight uh, to get under the salary cap this year, but still they have so much talent on their roster. A Russell Wilson added to that makes them terrifying to play. <laughs> right. And, and the Cowboys getting him would kind of, you know, we would, you know, a lot of people wouldn't worry about what's going to happen with Dak, Dak Prescott. You put Russell Wilson on that offense. Oh boy, man! With C.D. Lamb and Ezekiel Elliott and all the things that are going on with them, those are two dangerous squads. There, do you think that those are the most dangerous places he could land, or do you think the Raiders or the Bears might be more suitable to what Russell Wilson does? I, I don't know why he'd want to be on the Bears, and that's not a disrespect <laughs> to Chicago. I mean, seriously, like, I mean, the weather's bad in Chicago. I mean, you know, there's, there's, I know there's things to like, and they have a really good defense, but uh, Matt Nagy hasn't proven to me that he could really be the real deal uh, head coach. So I would kind of question that. Um, I think that honestly, the Saints would be outrageous, like you said. I mean, can you imagine Sean Payton and Russell Wilson together playing in the dome there in New Orleans? Uh, and yeah, they got to cut some of their fat because of their salary cap. But uh, I think that that Sean Payton would work wonders with Russell Wilson. But to me, if there is any of those four teams that makes the most sense, it'd be the Cowboys. And why I say that is because I feel like the Cowboys would sign Dak to a long-term deal, and then they would they would sign him and trade him. Because his contract's up. You know what I mean? His contract yeah. is up, so he's going to be a free agent. They're going to have to apply the franchise tag to hold on to him. They can't trade him without a contract. So I think that the best kind of a trade would be like, okay, hey, we'll give you the number 10 overall pick. We'll give you Dak Prescott. We'll sign and trade him, and you send us Russell Wilson. And then, of course, they'd have to add something else to it as well. But at least – the, the Seahawks wouldn't be in such a terrible position as far as as far as the rebuild goes. You know, what I mean, they would at least have a quarterback and say, OK, Dak Prescott can be our 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 long term quarterback. And by the way, he's a lot younger than than uh, Russell Wilson is True. as well. So, you know, I know he's coming off a major injury, but at the same time, he's younger. OK, maybe we could see that as a possibility. That would be the only place that I could see him going. And even with all that being said, because of the, the dead cap money that it'd be if he uh, if he were to be traded, 
I just don't see it happening. I, I'm with you. I don't think it's likely at all to get rid of a Russell Wilson in that situation. Um, they're going to have to find ways to build around him. And, uh, you know, we'll see where that goes. But, Q, there's more quarterbacks that we got to talk about because more potential trade news or just relationships with team news came out on Thursday. We're going to talk about that in a, in a couple minutes here. But first, we got to talk to you about our friends at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. The only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL's done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And here we are back on Locked On NFL, the podcast on Friday, the Friday edition. Of course, Christopher Carter, your boy Q. And in segment number one, we talked all things Russell Wilson as the news about him kind of broke on Thursday about a couple teams that he would be willing to go to, even though he doesn't want to be traded. But, hey, he'd be willing to go there if you were going to trade him, which, again, I still... I feel some kind of way about that, but whatever. We'll, we'll move on from, from Russell Wilson. We'll talk about another high-profile quarterback, and that's Deshaun Watson. His name has been in the news quite a bit this whole offseason, and uh, he's came out and asked the Texans to trade him, and they didn't. They said, no, we're not going to do it. Then they go and hire uh, a GM and a, and a head coach in David Culley, and he decides he's not going to talk to any of them. He's not going to return their calls. Well, the news came out. Uh, ESPN's Dan Graziano put out the – the tweet that a Texans quarterback, Deshaun Watson, met with the new Texans head coach, David Culley, last Friday. In that meeting, Watson reiterated he wants to be traded, told Culley he has no intention of playing for the Texans again. No change from Watson's end. He remains dug in. So, Chris, I ask you, now that it's been reiterated that Deshaun Watson does not want to be a member of the Houston Texans, what do they, as they say they're not trading him, what should they do this offseason with Watson? I mean, yeah. I feel like you already messed up. Like, like at this point, <laughs> like you, you, sh- you should have done everything you can to get it. When he said, I want Eric B enemy, yep. I would have done anything I can get in that man. We will pay with you whatever you want. Cause you know what? A coach, you don't count against salary cat, right? We are getting you here to be a head coach. We've seen what you've done with Patrick Mahomes. Do that thing here. And you got another Supreme quarterback. We love to have you here. And then you keep Deshaun Watson happy. That's what I would have done. Right but now that I'm here. Like if you're saying Chris Carter, you're getting paid eighty thousand dollars to go to go be the GM and figure out how to make this work in Houston. Um, I guess the only thing you can right do right now, if you're the Texans, is look for the crazy deal. If if someone's willing to give you the Herschel Walker deal, you got to give it a shot because unless you feel like you can win hardball with Deshaun Watson, I just don't know. If a year long, if, if Deshaun Watson does dig in his heels and says, I'm not playing for this organization again, and then he just sits all, out all of next year. Right. What happens next year if he says, I'm willing to do it again? 
And then you're sitting there like, uh oh. And now you've not only wasted a year of his time and your time, but now teams know how much he doesn't want to play for you. Now you don't get three first round picks and a superstar player to get him anymore. I, I feel like you've already you've already put yourself in the bad position. You've already made your bed. So now you got to get the most out of that situation if you're the Houston Texans. Trade him some to someone who will give you the best deal. And Deshaun Watson is worth it. And yeah. yes, they're going to be feeling the pain of this for quite some time. But you got. But in my opinion, this sounds irreparable. If you're the Texans, I I cash out, figure out whatever money situations I got to do, and start the rebuild. Because let, let's face it, they're in a rebuild anyways. Right? No, they are. They really are. And I, I really, you know, the thing about it, I, I think everything you said is spot on, you know, as far as uh, they've already kind of screwed this whole situation up. I think at some point you've got to say, okay, if we're going to move on from him, we're going to trade him. Yes. We want to trade him to the highest bidder, but if he were to trade, if they were to trade him to say, I don't know, a team that's picking 18, 19 or 20, does that do any good for you? I mean, you're not going to get a franchise quarterback. So in my opinion, you only have a couple options of where you can trade them. You could trade them to Miami and you can get Tua in return. And then you can still have, you know, a high draft pick, the same one that you sent to Miami for Laramie Tunsil. You can get that. And that's great. You know, then you have, you have some ammunition there. You could trade them to the Jets and then realize you're going to get the number two overall pick and you can get your quarterback there. But I don't think you can go and trade them to like the Carolina Panthers who've been rumored to say that they're going to give up three first round picks and Christian McCaffrey because that's number eight. So at, at that point, what quarterback are you going to get at number eight? Or do you think that, hey, you could trade up and, and, and work that number eight spot up to get your, your franchise quarterback? That's my biggest problem. Like if you trade them right now, who are you going to trade it to where you feel like I can still get a real deal quarterback to be the guy of the future? Because I don't think they want Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I don't think that, yeah, that, that they don't want Teddy Bridgewater. But I actually think eight would be a sweet spot because okay. here's here's why. If you're, if you're getting said deal where you're getting Christian McCaffrey and three first round picks, you're getting the eight spot. If you look at the quarterback situation, obviously number one is Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields and Zach Wilson and Trey Lance are the following three. They will not – Trey Lance will, will be on the board. Maybe Zach Wilson. Maybe Zach Wilson. I think Justin Fields will be gone top five as well uh, with, with Trevor Lawrence. But I think if you're saying, hey, we'll be willing to take a shot on either Zach Wilson or Trey Lance, or if you get that eighth overall pick, you 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 get on the phone with the Jets and be like, look, we're willing to give you guys uh, this and th like that. We'll give you the eighth pick and we'll give you a second round pick this year um, or, you know, or another piece or maybe one of those other firsts that you got and use that to go and get your quarterback if you really think Justin Fields is your guy. But I really think that they'd have a chance with that eighth pick. And remember, it's not just that pick. You get two future first round picks. Right. You can that can allow you to start the rebuild with the Houston Texans. And and, and to me. I feel like even if Deshaun Watson gave, you know, undug his heels, he was like, all right, I'll come play with you. I feel like there's already going to be that tension that just will be in the building and will not be able to escape it. This isn't a holdout where it's like, hey, I just want more money. It, he is calling the Texans out and saying, you do not run this organization well. You chased away J.J. Watt, who was the face of your franchise. I don't want to be the next face of your franchise because of how you've treated him. I want out. When that's that's a different situation, and that's where I think you gotta be find a way to say, look, new coach, new GM, we're 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 restarting this whole thing over. 
let's get a bunch of new young faces over the next few years and let that rebuild build us from here on and let's learn from these mistakes but i i feel like I, I just that it's just me, Q. I don't feel like what they what their situation is with Deshaun will ever be rectified. No, I don't either. I think that they had a chance, but like you said, they blew it. They didn't they didn't um they didn't handle it the way that they should have. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they thought that Deshaun was gonna dig in as much as he did. I think that they thought once they hired David Coley, uh him being an African American head coach, he'll be like, Hey, you know, he'll make the call and they'll be they'll work it out. You know what I mean? They'll bring him in, they'll talk to him, everything will be good. And Deshaun's like, nah, man, you can't you can't just uh, you know, give me a pacifier and think that it's gonna be all good. But you know, going back to the draft. I'm looking at the order of it. You know, I, okay, look, Jacksonville is going to take a quarterback at one. Yep. Number two is up in the air. That, that's why I say that Houston needs to go for that number two spot. Number three is Miami. Who knows what they could do right there? Maybe they True. trade with Miami. Those two spots are the sweet spots for me. Four at Atlanta, they could easily take a quarterback. They could. Five Cincinnati, they're not taking a quarterback. They no. got their guy. Six in Philadelphia, they're going to probably take a quarterback unless they believe Jalen Hurts is their guy. Seven you think, wait, you think you think the Eagles are, are going to see I, I feel like the Eagles will try to amp up on weapons or get themselves a premier offensive lineman right. at that point. But well, I mean, they, they could go for quarterback, but I, I just I feel like they I don't feel like they would just yet. I think they're going to give Jalen Hurts. I think they're going to give Jalen Hurts a chance. I may be crazy on that perspective. No, you're probably you're probably spot on. But the other thing to think about is how often right before the draft do we see a lot of these quarterback needy teams mm. that are in the teams trade up to those teams that don't need them? You're right. So, if you go to, you know, if you go number eight and say that, you know, hey, Houston's going to go to the number eight, even though they're giving up a bunch of, of picks and Christian McCaffrey, which I think would be awesome. Great way for Houston to try to build that team. What if another team that like San Francisco, that's at number nine, that needs a quarterback because Jimmy G's not the guy they decide to trade up. Then also this guy trades up, this team trades up and you're looking up like, wait a minute, hold on. The quarterback I thought was going to be here at this spot. Now I have to give up some more of my assets to go up. And it's almost like you're shooting yourself in the foot. So uh, I just think that if they're going to trade him, they need to hit the Jets hard. They need to hit Miami hard and say, hey, can we make this happen? Can we, you know, if, if that's their, their goal, if they decide that they need to move on from him, try to hit one of those two teams, get the most out of those guys, but then at least position yourself to get a quarterback of the future. I do agree. That needs to be part of the plan. Absolutely. Is to find, if you're giving up Deshaun Watson, you have to find that guy now. This yeah. is cause, And again, this isn't, this isn't like the Buccaneers who had, you know, a defense that they had been investing into and in several offensive weapons. Houston is a complete rebuild. Yep. The, the, the soul of their team is gone. They have yep. to do all these new things. Um, and for me, that means you that means you got to get those assets and build this up. But part of it, you need the face of you need the face of your future to be on this team soon. And uh, I do agree with you. If it if it comes to that, maybe they do need to trade into that top five range. Um, and who knows? Maybe the Bengals would be a trading. Well, you can't trade Deshaun Watson. There. Never mind. I was thinking as far as trying to get a draft pick, but yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. not going to get Deshaun Watson because the the Bengals would be a situation where if you could trade them just a whole bunch of picks. They right. might they they might give up that spot, but that's a different story. Um, but I, I just yeah, I just I look at um, I look at these teams. You know, if you know if, if you could do if you wanted to do a two a swap with the Dolphins, right? Uh, just it, it's and you're rough taking for a me. chance. You're taking a chance because you don't know what two is going to be. Right. You know. And, yeah, and, and and again, you're getting you're getting someone else's someone else's guy. I I always prefer. I think it's I always think it's better for a team to go in 
and get the guy that they drafted, get right. your fingerprints on him, have him understand your system. So when he he's coming there, he's not saying, well, when I was with the Giants, it went this way. Or when I was right. with the Dolphins, it was went this way. No, like this, this is the system that he knows, the system that he loves, and he's going to work with that, and he's going to trust you because you're investing that much in him. They had that chance with Deshaun Watson, and they had him for years. And I, I also think Deshaun Watson has found his boldness because years ago, Q, when <laughs> – Yep. When, when when Black Lives Matter became, you know became a, a bigger talking point, he was on you know he he was on a, a show on a panel and he yep. was asked about it. He threw up his hands like whoa 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 I don't talk about that. Yep. And a, a lot of people raised their eyebrows like really Deshaun Watson you're you're like the black Superman to a lot of people and you're not saying anything. But John Deshaun Watson was sure on that Black Lives Matter uh, tribute or the, the the video that they put out in last last spring and summer yep. where yep. it was him and and Saquon Barkley and, and all the, a bunch of the black superstars across the NFL saying black lives matter. And you will acknowledge this. And they got the NFL to acknowledge it. Yeah. Um, I, I think Deshaun Watson's feeling himself now and being like, Hey, I know my power. I'm not just some college yeah. kid anymore, you know, working within a huge program. And I think now he's like, you know what? I'm going to use that power because I'm not going to get Colin Kaepernick. I'm going, someone's going to want to pay me or and play me. Yep. Um, I, you know, and uh, I, I think he knows that. And I think that he's leveraging his strength. We just got to see where the Texans or, you know, what the Texans try to do with that. Um, but again, I, I, if he goes, you have to get at least three first round draft picks. If you get less than that, you need to get like a major young piece, not a, not, a, not just a major piece, a major piece in their early to mid twenties. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think either way you look at it, I think we could both agree that Deshaun Watson and his time in Houston is coming to an end. Uh, feels like this is one, like you said, it's kind of uh, irreparable. It's just one of those situations that uh, they've gone down a rabbit hole that they're not going to be able to get themselves out of now. So Deshaun Watson most likely is going to be on the move. And I, I still can't believe that I'm even saying that, but that's just, that's just where we are right now. So uh, it should be interesting, man. Uh, these, these quarterback uh, carousels, it looked like it started to slow down a little bit. And then all of a sudden, boom, Thursday hits in and there's a lot of conversation about quarterbacks. So uh, for more information on, uh, on Deshaun Watson, or you want to dig a little bit deeper, I know our good friends over at locked on Texans. I know they'll be all over this like a glove, man. So uh, definitely after you finish listening to us, go check out the locked on Texans, their latest episode. I'm sure the latest and the greatest are all Deshaun Watson uh, related coming up in uh, in segment number three, we have a, a question. We have a storyline that's outside of the quarterback carousel. Each one of us have picked one. We're going to talk about that next and um, you know give us give your opinion or give our opinion on that exact subject that's all coming up in the next segment after this quick message from our good friends at rockauto.com chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login best of all Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they can know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Back here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with my friend and co-host, your boy Q. Q, 
it's time for the topic bag. Now, we have both selected topics that are away from the quarterback carousel because we do realize that as that dominates the, 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 the news and the, the, the headlines, you, the listener, might be sitting there saying, I am tired of just talking about only quarterbacks. What <laughs> else is going on in the league? So each of us have chosen some topics that are I – th- I think they're both essential topics. I wanted you to lead off cue with your point here because I think it's a very interesting from the money aspect. Yeah, I'm very intrigued by the franchise tag and how many teams plan on using the franchise tag in 2021. We've talked about it in great length. Matter of fact, last Friday, we were talking about the floor of the salary cap. We all know it's at $180 million. It'll probably top out at maybe 182, 185, whatever, but it won't be 198 like it was a year ago. So my question is, how many teams are going to use the franchise tag? If you look at 2020, 14 teams use the franchise tag and the Arizona Cardinals use the transition tag on Kenyon Drake, the running back. So basically 15 different tags were applied. I don't think, and Chris, I would love to hear from you. I don't think you'll see that many tags applied because so many teams are in a salary cap type situation with it going down. A lot of teams are going to try to cut some of the fat, trim some of the fat. And, and I think a lot of, older guys, a lot of veterans that may be guys that were under the franchise tag or they would be considered for the franchise tag in a normal year, they may have to roll the dice and say, you know what, we're going to have to see if this guy, what he could do on the open market. Uh, hopefully he'll give us an opportunity to try to, to try to match it. Maybe you'll see more transition tags. I just don't think you'll see as many franchise tags being applied as the period is already open and we haven't seen a tag applied yet. No, I agree with you, Q. I think that's, this is a tough time to do that a lot of teams are in some serious salary cap pits. Uh, if you go to spotrack.com, you got the Saints $66 million over the, over the salary cap right now. The Eagles themselves, $40.5 million. The Rams, 27.6. The Chiefs, 18.6. The Falcons, 15.8. Um, there's a lot of teams that are ha- going to have to figure things out. And on top of that, when you're applying these, these franchise tags, these are usually, you know, things that you're holding in place so that you can, so that you can figure things out in the future. It's just, it's going to be tough to do that and pay these guys that kind of money when you're saying we are planning for the future, but right now, you know, we've got to, we've got to the, the, the better situation might be say, Hey, can we get guys to sign one year deals yep. and say, you know, what if you just go test free agency next year? But Right now, it's it's a it's a very very dark situation with how the, the franchise tag could play out. Like 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 you said, people need to save money right now against this, and teams are cutting people. The Titans just let go of Adam Humphreys. The right. Eagles are still trimming fat. Like like that number that you heard. That's after they're letting go Deshaun Watson and Jason Kelsey. Like like that. It's 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 a rough time in the NFL for a lot of teams. So uh, franchise tags. I think you might see a couple. Because you still got teams like the like like the you know I don't I don't know about their individual rosters and who they would franchise tag right now, but you still have teams that have like forty ish plus. You have seven different teams that have more than forty million dollars in cap space right now. So like there could be a couple, but it's not going to be like last year where there were a whole bunch of teams just applying it left and right. Right. And my, my thing is, you know, teams like the Cowboys, I think they'll apply it for Dak Prescott. 
Um, maybe Chris Godwin in Tampa Bay gets it applied. And, um, you know, maybe there's one or two more. Maybe Allen Robinson in Chicago gets it, but then it's like a, a, a tag and trade. You know, there, there's probably going to be a couple scenarios like that. But remember, when you apply the franchise tag, that's guaranteed money. I mean, that's, that's you right. know, like in, in Dallas, that's going to be 37 point something million if they can't get a long-term deal done with Dak. So that you have to have that, that goes right to your salary cap. And if it's lowered, then how do you build that rest of that roster? So that's why I think you're going to see teams that, are going to be less likely to do it like in 2020 you saw the the giants apply the tag on leonard williams uh if they were to apply it this year it'd be like 20 million dollars i i just yeah. don't see that you know what i mean even though he had a really good year he had a really good year you know out of his career he's been a good player not a great player and then all of a sudden he had a, a career year most likely because it's a contract year so i don't see a whole lot of teams saying that they're going to go out there and, and use that franchise tag. I think they'll take more chances with younger players and just roll the dice because again, the salary cap is dropping so much. I, I agree. It's just, it's, it's too much to have to consider. And I, I also don't think you're not going to see anyone say, say, you know, sign anything soon as far as any tags, because right. there's, we don't know what the salary cap is going to be. Right. You know, we, you know, the, the floor set at 180, but if it's 185, it's 188, if it's higher, you know, then, then I think you'll start to see, okay, we know it's going to be this. Let's plan around that and let's sign this. But if you sign a franchise tag right now, you're committing yourself to a very high number. And, yep. um, you know, and that, that's just, that's a hard place to put yourself in. So I don't think anyone's going to do it anytime soon, but I'm right with you. It's going to be venture area agency who, if anybody pulls it off this off season. And then what turns into the, to the effect is it, does it help you keep a player that you wanted to keep next year um, and keep them around it? Does it help you with a run, a crucial run this year? Are they becoming a player that gets you to, you know, a major playoff, a deep playoff run or a Super Bowl appearance or something like that? You know, the, all of those type of factors play into it for me. And, and it's funny you bring up Chris Godwin. He recently said, he, he recently said it was reported that he would, he would be okay playing for a franchise tag in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, and I guess when you have a team like that and you know that you have another opportunity to go and win the Super Bowl, if you could run it back again, then I could see them, you know, doing that. And and Godwin seems like he's one of those guys that's pretty smart that realizes, hey, man, I might want to win multiple multiple rings. I'm going to make plenty of money. And, uh, you know, and, and plus on top of that, you go one more year with Tom Brady, what receiver wouldn't want to do that, you know? So, uh, right. I mean, there's multiple reasons why he would do that. And then if you play under the franchise tag one year, then, you know, why not? You come back and get, you know, get paid the next year. Uh, you know, with a long-term deal. I can see the Jets doing it with Marcus May, the safety. I can see them going ahead and tagging him. But again, there's only a small handful of teams I see tagging him. I just don't think we'll see 14 or 15 teams like we saw a year ago. I agree. I think it's going to be limited. It'll be interesting to track over the next uh, over the over the next over the next few years. Well, over this next few months, really, we'll see it. We'll see that. Um, so there's that. Now, Q, my topic bag question is more team specific. Okay. And it's league specific in the sense that you know, it, it, it pertains to the whole league because we're all looking for who's the next dynasty, who's going to be the, 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 the franchise that steps up because the Patriots are no more. Um, and they're going to spend quite some prob time probably digging themselves out, out of, you know, the hole that they're in, but everyone's looking for who's going to be that next dynasty. And my question is how much longer do the chiefs have a window? Because, a lot of people look at it and say, well, Patrick Mahomes, he's young. He's right. in his mid twenties. He'll be around forever. You know, their window is as long as he plays, but you and I both know looking at that team, they got a lot of players on the team that helped build them. That's helped build them to where they are. And a lot of those guys are getting paid big money right now. And it's going to start coming around that they got to start paying the piper and it could get to be, 
an issue where they gotta they gotta let some dudes go that have been a huge part of it. And on top of that, in this past year, they lost the Super Bowl to um to the to the Buccaneers. Only one team out of the last six Super Bowl uh you know, losers has gone on to make the playoffs in the following season, and that team, of course, was the Patriots. I, I, to me, I think the Chiefs may be in some hot water as far as you know trying to win right now and and keep the core that they've got together because if they don't if they fall and get into you know a sense like a three-year lull of not you know going far in the playoffs i think they'll still make the playoffs each year but if they if they don't if their team can't put it all together it's going to i think this window is going to close much faster than people anticipate you know, I think that you hit it on the head, and I do think that they're still a playoff team, no doubt about it. I mean, you got a playoff quarterback, you got a great quarterback that could be a league MVP probably every year. Um, I think that their their window is only going to be as large as their drafting and developing skills are. You know what I mean? Like they they lost that Super Bowl. One of the main reasons they lost that Super Bowl is because they couldn't protect Patrick Mahomes. They're both their tackles were out. So are you going to dip back into the draft and get some tackles, get some young guys that you can have there for the next four or five years on a, on a cheaper rate, or are you going to kind of run it back with the same guys you have and hope that they hold up, you know? And then uh, you mentioned guys that are high, high priced uh, commodities right now. They have guys that are uh, under big contract at some point. Are you going to have to let those guys go? If you do, who's the next string coming up? And that's why the Patriots were so good. They were able to allow guys to walk and still be able to fill that void and replace them and say, hey, no worry. When this guy leaves, this guy's here to fill that void. When this uh, right tackle leaves, I got another right tackle coming down the line. When this, you know, when uh, Richard Seymour leaves, I got another edge that can come get it. You know what I mean? Just say they had answers for when guys left. The Kansas City Chiefs, they need to have answers for when guys are going to start to leave. And, 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 And on top of that, when are they going to start saying, all right, this guy's a good player on our team. I bet you we can trade him right now, maybe get a couple more assets back because he'd be very valuable on another team. But I believe that we have a guy behind him that's cheaper and we can we can just, you know, not miss a beat with them. That's the that was the genius of the Patriots, man. They always traded a player or got rid of a player a year before that they were really really out of it. You know what I mean? Like they, they wouldn't trade a guy when he was done. They would trade him like a year before and most teams people thought, "Oh, man, this they're getting rid of a great player. I think outside of like Chandler Jones and, and maybe one or two other guys, everyone else, once they got rid of them, they were, there's a reason why they got rid of them. You know, they just never were that same player. So uh, if the chiefs could find a way to draft and develop and have faith in what they're doing and, and really kind of start to start to build up the cupboard as far as depth goes, then I think that their window stays open. But the minute that they miss on a couple picks, especially early in the draft, that's when it could start to be trouble. Um. I, I think you're you're entirely right there. You need to be able to you need to be able to build off of this. Um, and, and and again, you look at some of the guys that are that are there right now. Frank Clark has the biggest uh, salary cap hit of the team at twenty five point eight million. Um, and then you got, of course, Patrick Mahomes. But you look at these high played players: Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew, uh, Tyreek Hill, Eric Fisher, Travis Kelsey, all of which they have uh, you know thirteen million dollars or more of a cap hit those guys ain't going to be around like some of those guys can't be around much longer and 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 as it stands the chiefs themselves are one of the teams that's over the salary cap right now and and like i said earlier they're 18.6 million dollars over like you and not that that's you know you can't not that you can't fix that because we, we see teams you know fix that all the time but 
it it's it's still a rough spot to be in when you when you're trying your best to keep this current unit together because when you when you get a team they made the AFC championship game in three straight years they've made the Super Bowl in two straight years that to me like that's the sign of they can be a dynasty if they could just yep. finish some more seasons but how much longer do they have to get to that I, I'm not sure that they're gonna have this current crew of guys for more than another year or two if that Right. And again, I mean, it's all about drafting and developing, you know, in 2020, they went and got uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire in the first round. And I thought that was a great pick. And, and, it, and it probably is a good, great pick, but they might have wanted to invest in a, in a tackle or an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. You know, what I mean, someone who could replace some like Eric Fisher. He's a high priced guy. And well, he's, he's going to be getting a little bit longer in the tooth and he's going to start breaking down. Are you going to have an adequate replacement for him in the Super Bowl? You didn't. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's, there's reasons why you lost that. So instead of now investing in a bunch of skill position guys and continuing to try to build up that high flying offense, you're going to have to build the trenches. You're going to have to get reinforcements. You're going to have to, you know, just kind of build the quality of your bench and the depth. And that is, that's going to be the, the chief's next challenge. In my opinion, if you can do that, if you can continue to trust the drafting process and build your team up, then you're being in a good position because you still have the best quarterback in the league, or at least one of the best quarterbacks in the league, no doubt. And Patrick Mahomes. So you already got a fighting chance. I mean, he's, he's worth three or four wins a season himself. So, you know, I mean, he's already, you're already cooking with grease with him but you got to be able to back him up. He can't run for 500 yards a game behind the line of scrimmage and think you're going to win a whole lot of games. It's just not going to happen. I agree. It's, it's, it's important to compose your teams and to take your shots when you get them um, and, and to capitalize and strike with the iron's hot because, you know, we, we've seen a lot of younger teams come up and disappear quickly. I mean, that Jaguars team that almost made it to the Super Bowl uh, in the 2017-2018 season, they quickly fell apart. And, uh, they're and first now they're picking first, they're literally picking first overall. <laughs> they were, they were, they were a team on the rise looking like, Hey, you know, I'm on the rise because many people despise me, you know, yo, that's, that's, they, they were, and they were talking their stuff and they were feeling it. And now they're all on different teams. They're all struggling right now. Um, and you look at, I mean, heck, the Rams, the Rams with Jared Goff were, you know, a team again, they, they went to the Super Bowl and now they lost. And, and the Rams still could be, they went and traded for Matt Stafford to try and say, like, hey, with the quarterback, we can still get it done. But I mean, the Falcons, you know, you look at, look at all these teams who at the time we're thinking, like, man, they might have themselves a few years to get this done and right. they might be back at, and, and doing this very soon. It's not guaranteed and going way back. Dan Marino in the in, in in his rookie year with the Dolphins at when he said when he left that field he felt like well it was my rookie season I'll be back here he never again got to the Super Bowl it is not guaranteed the Chiefs they need to do whatever they can to win with this crew right now because I think when it starts to bust up even with Patrick Mahomes it's going to be some rough sledding for them to to get back to the Super Bowl at that after that point Doug, let me tell you, I can just put it as simple as it gets, man. As the host of the Locked On Raiders podcast, I humbly say the Raiders have been to one playoff game since they lost the Super Bowl to John Gruden and the Jeez. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jeez. One playoff game. I didn't even I'm not saying that. the Chiefs are going to fall off like that, but that's the ultimate fall off. That's a fall off. Uh, that's a, <laughs> that's a I, mic drop. I ain't got nothing else to say. I ain't going to talk the rest of the show. That's a, that's a mic drop. Top that. <laughs> no, that, that's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. I mean, how many times have the Buccaneers been in the playoffs You know, you, you sit, since, since then, really? Um, Not many. I mean, Not many. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. I mean, there's so many teams that are like that. Um, 
you know, and, and you and, and heck the, the chiefs, they had, they were there when they won the Super Bowl, it was the first time in 50 years, you yep. know, uh, you know, this, it, it's why I keep saying about the Browns, they need to strike while they, while they can right now. Cause there's no guarantee that that group's going to stay around, you know, stay around much longer. Um, but again, it is, it is so important to take advantage of when you have the pieces together on an NFL team, because there's so many components to it. There's so many parts of the money that need to move. Um, so Q, you're absolutely right. That's why I wanted to talk about this issue. I think the chief's window is actually a lot smaller than people would, 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 would mostly give it credit for, but we will see how they handle this off season, who they try to, you know, pinch on contracts, who they try to move around. Do they let anybody go and where do they build? to keep things going with Patrick Mahomes. So many things we will, of course, be talking about as the offseason rolls on. But from Chris Carter and your boy Q, thank you for listening to the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. We appreciate all of our listeners. Don't forget you can subscribe to Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe on Radio.com now, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're all over the place with the Locked On Podcast Network. Q, let people know where they can find more of you and what you do. Uh, you can find any of my work on uh, on my Twitter account at your boy Q254. Of course, Locked On Raiders every single day as Chris Carter's doing Locked On Steelers every single day. And of course, shout out your uh, your your Twitter handle as well. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Um, also, if you're like you said, I'm the host of Locked On Steelers. I'm also uh, a, a, a sports writer for DKPittsburghSports.com where I cover the Steelers, Pitt football, and Pitt basketball and uh, do other podcasts with them there. So lots of great stuff. You can check me out on that website and my Twitter handles and, of course, Locked On Steelers where I do also the Monday through Friday show on them as well. But from Chris and Q, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday with more from the Locked On NFL podcast.